Hey guys, hopping in here to talk to you about an exciting new opportunity. We just opened our doors for the first month of the Dirt on Flowers Insiders, and we are truly blown away by your response. If you are just tuning in with us, here's what's included in your membership. Monthly flower farming goal setting and accountability worksheets, a community Facebook group and accountability pods um, with a member directory so that you can increase your network of flower friends and marigolds in your life, a monthly live Q&A on that month's podcast topic so you can dive deeper with us and ask us all of your burning questions, bonus teachings on timely and relevant topics, discount codes on dirt on flowers online courses, and early access to Diatuber sales for both of our farms. So move the needle in your business and dive deeper with us. It's $20 a month. That is literally the cost of one bouquet, selling one bouquet per month. So don't worry if you missed out on this month. Our membership doors open each month on the 1st through the 5th. So if you're loving this podcast and you want to dig deeper with us, head over to thedirtonflowers.com forward slash membership and hop on the wait list. Let us mentor you, guide you, encourage you as you take your business to new levels. We can't wait to see you in the membership. Okay, guys, let's get back into the podcast. I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Dirt on Flowers. Episode. I mean, we're we're like getting close to fifty. I was just thinking Heck that yeah. as it was coming. I know. I just had a uh, what's the thing where they like do like a flashback on your photos? What is that called? <laughs> yeah. Like a memory. Okay, yes. a memory. Oh, flashback yeah. of of uh, Alex doing our artwork. Oh, yeah. So for so for those of you that don't know, it was a year ago that we were doing this artwork. That our logo that you're looking at is a mm-hmm. seven and a half by seven and a half or eight by eight foot install. Like she actually did this on my barn floor. It was so cool. <laughs> she did actual dirt, all of my like if you zoom in on it, those are all like flowers, like real foliage, um, real seeds, all soil. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was so cool. It was a whole day process. She like did this little thing. She did like, did it with a paintbrush. And then (laughs) at like nine o'clock that night, I had this wave of panic that my chickens were going to be like walking (laughs) on it. So I ran out. This is true. I don't think I ever told you this. I ran out to the barn. I'm like, oh, thank God. You know, like nothing is wrong with this. And then I take a broom handle to move it. I'm like, what if that fell? And I knocked the broom fell on. It did not hurt anything, but it fell like right beside it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so the chickens weren't screwing it up. I am. It was you. It was oh me. But it was a very cool process to see. So yeah, almost a year. I know. I love it. And I know mm-hmm. like, you know, we talk all the time about like putting yourself out there. And I know we're talking about marketing. So I have to tell you that yesterday we are expanding kind of our florist reach a little bit. So Jen and I drove to Cleveland yesterday, had a Mm -hmm. whole list of florists and stuff that we were going to meet, which for me, it's like, I hate it. I was Mm -hmm. like, I barely slept the night before. Just like, it's so hard for me to talk about myself. I've gotten better. Judd is like, that's why he he loves it. (laughs) 
like literally he'll talk to anybody they'll be like oh you know the local stuff doesn't last as long he's like really i'm so shocked to hear you say that you know like he's like overcoming obstacles he's like you know like he's in sales mode and like the older the ladies like love talking to him they're like oh you know a guy who likes flowers um so so. he's adorable he's also adorable he, he is he loved it I mean and he did, I I was fine but really I was like kind of his sidekick for the most part but we definitely had some run-ins and honestly like put me back you know like years and years ago and it's like you're like putting yourself out there you're like don't know what to expect you're just showing up yeah I didn't even like maybe don't learn from me I don't know I think it worked though because before I've always like sent an email like Hey, you know, I'd love to reach. I would love to set a meeting. Never heard any back ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe from a few, um, but generally it's a no. So we just showed up. I'm like, oh, I know Tuesdays are kind of like a a chill yep. day for them. So it works out good. We made a lot of good connections and stuff. But there were a few were, that were brutal. Icy. I mean, real icy. <laughs> were they? Oh I yeah, guarantee. yeah, yeah. And I'm like super sensitive. So for me, I'm like internalizing and trying not to I know it's not me and I've gotten like a thicker skin that way um but yeah it was really good and really all you need is like it's not quantity on the florists it's -hmm. like having the right partners who would appreciate your stuff I think is like the biggest piece so yeah we made a lot of good connections but seriously I was so like emotionally drained (laughs) drained from yesterday it's a lot it is a lot yeah and you get that that I mean rejection is rejection no matter you know it's like I I think I shared on here when I went into a grocery store trying to get the Mm -hmm. wholesale account and like I see my customer and I'm carrying buckets of flowers out because I got rejected and I like (laughs) cried you know it's like it's okay you know it's just I've got told no a ton there's the one florist that we go to I'm like every year I'm thinking this is gonna be the year and they're like no thank you no thank you I'm like why not like seriously this is the most gorgeous stuff you've ever seen it's like I I don't understand that they get in that uh headspace of you know and I'm I'm guilty of it too right like we we order from the same suppliers we get Mm -hmm. into a groove it takes effort for somebody to try something new yes but you know, it's like, I always say you got to do as much farming as we do on the land. We have to kind of farm our mind at the same time, yes. cultivate to know that like, you're mm-hmm. going to get rejection and, and yeah. there's going to be hard days. Um, yeah. but, oh yeah. The mental stuff can make you more sleepy oh, yeah. than hundred percent. Yeah, and even just you. like little lessons learned, like for Judd and I, some of the connections we made were super good. And it's like, nobody could have gone and done that. That wasn't us. Like we had to be the people. And that's like where you're just like establishing yourself as like the person who is growing the business and like making time for that. Because like yesterday, it really was kind of an inconvenient time for us to go. But Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we need to set the time aside to go be the faces of our business, keep pushing it forward, growing it, all that kind of stuff. Um, So you really do have to like force yourself, especially if it's not in your comfort zone. Like for me, you know, I could have made excuses. I'm like, no, this is a good market. And I know there's like a lot of high-end designers and stuff up there who could use quantity. So that's where we can help Mm -hmm. as far as like having, not having like a hundred white dyes or whatever, but having like 500 or 600. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was good, but whoo. I was that's good. Done. Yeah, it's draining. You gotta it give yourself a little love sandwich after yeah. the end of that yeah. stuff, <laughs> and maybe a little Dairy Queen too. There's yeah. help. One of the the managers at the grocery store I went to, he said, "There's a lot of hoops to jump through to 
to you know to get into the store and i think i was like yeah i was a i did you know hurdles <laughs> and track i said something stupid you know it came out of my mouth That's i'm like i'm perfect. good at jumping at hoops i whatever yeah. um but it just it takes persistence and yes keeping after it so yeah well good for yeah. you guys i hope that works out I hope you I made some good connections yeah and- yeah yeah we did we did there i mean it's just funny it was such too. an adventure you know you probably grew some from that too 100%. like the whole experience of it yes so. yeah yeah it was wild yeah well good <laughs> Okay, so we're we're doing marketing today, which we okay. We've had literally a great marketing month, I think, on the podcast. Andy, oh um, Kaylin, yeah, so many good ones. Um, yep. talking about you know content ruts, all that. I mean, it's it's been really good, and you guys have given so many good questions. Um, over on our Instagram at Dirt on Flowers. So every Sunday we put the question box up. We say, hey, what are, what are you struggling with? Mark in particular this month's ep- was marketing. And you guys give us a lot and really like a lot of repeats. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of the same struggles. So even if you just pat yourself on the back and know, hey, you're doing really good because a lot of other people are asking the same exact questions. So I guess today's episode is just for us to do a spill the dirt on marketing and hopefully get some um, more specific questions answered that you guys have submitted to us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the first question that we got in over on Instagram is at uh, Tova Cotton and she's asking about marketing struggle, feeling like I shouldn't repeat posts about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I've been there before, like I've had this thought, but what always helps me is to remember, think about how many thousands of images that these people are reading and thinking about they're not going to remember if you're repeating, you know, a a post from a year ago, like I'll repurpose content as something that did well, try it again. Also, it takes so many times for somebody to actually absorb what you're saying. Maybe you're not hitting them in the algorithm, Mm -hmm. you know, at the right time. So I wouldn't be afraid to repeat content. I think it kind of strengthens the muscle of what you're trying, the the message you're trying to get across to people. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Would you add? 100%. Yeah. And, um, in Kaylin's episode, you know, we talked a lot about like creating a launch and part, not even, not necessarily launching something, but like even just like the c- continual communication about it, little different pieces mm-hmm. at a time. And like people might resonate with your product for different reasons. So I would like, that's a good opportunity to like, I think, try different marketing language, see mm-hmm. what's hitting. But I would definitely recommend like anything important that I'm trying to sell. I always go to my email list. Yeah. Instagram, especially Instagram, I'm kind of getting lost a lot of times. Facebook for me is like a little bit more targeted to my local people. So I make sure they have a very specific message there. Um, but definitely your email. And then even if you're just sending one a week, you're not repeatedly posting about the same things. But for instance, in my email, I kind of have a, here's what's happening on the farm, some links. And it's just like little reminders. So for me, like Easter pre-orders is going to be on there every single week until that's done. Or And it's in my PS. So like I always typically use a PS, like, hey, PS, this is Make sure you check out our Easter bunches to reserve yours. So that'll be included. So if I'm featuring something, I really put it there. So maybe it's about like if you're just droning on and on on the same social channel, I think it probably could mm-hmm. feel like that. But I think hitting them an email, hitting them and just trying to reach people where they're at, um, it's going to feel repetitive to you, but to them, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I I even have people say, because I, I always say if you're um, – 
flower water looks like you wouldn't want to drink it. Your flowers probably wouldn't want to either. And my customers say it back to me now. So I'm okay with that particular thing, right? Getting them like educationally that Mm -hmm. they have, they're like, oh yeah, it's funny and it's true. Um, So I will repeat on that. I'll talk about you know, washing out their vases and and all of those things that is 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 an angle of marketing for me. But I still like I still repeat certain themes of things like throughout the year, and I think mm-hmm. that that's that's okay to do. Yeah. But yeah, as long as you're not just like hammering selling, like we talked the farm stand yes. example. You had talked about your farm stand and finding different ways. Yes. Um, to say that, so it's like you can kind of. If you're feeling that way, you can kind of get creative and think like, well, how could I say this differently? My sister worked for Arches National Park and mm. part of their training was uh, she working for the park services that when somebody would come up to them to say like, where are the restrooms that they were challenged to find a different way to say it to that person every time. And that was oh. because that's the first time, even though you might've told somebody where those restrooms are. 15 times that morning, that's the first time that that person had that interaction with you. And so, you know, I guess thinking about your content, like it might be the first time that somebody finds you on the algorithm or that the first time they follow you, or maybe it's the 15th time. So just thinking like getting creative ways to present the same material to them. So, yeah. yeah. And um, Caitlin kind of talked about like, if you think about what it is that you're feeling like you're talking about the same thing over and over again, whatever that thing is, try to like, you know, like create a, it is like creating a launch strategy almost. It's like, okay, you're talking, you're introducing the thing. And then you're talking about the process of like, okay, yay, I got like my, I'm just making stuff up now, but I got my bouquet sleeve. So excited, you know, here, check out my sticker design, you know, what, whatever it's going to be. But I think it's not just like, it's always, it's not that it's always for sale, but it's the story around the thing like how it's getting there, like, because the sale is the last piece. So it's just mm-hmm. like kind of creating that hype. So I would just encourage you to find different ways to talk about it too. So yep. yeah, that's great. All right. The farm at Cherry Hill said, Hey, when talking about a marketing struggle, she said generating leads for subscriptions, lead generation in particular. So for us, lead generation is mostly through our website, so a freebie. If I'm speaking specifically to subscriptions, I have a subscription guide, um, which is a free download. So I put that in a lot of different places, especially when I'm trying to sell subscriptions. But it's like, hey, you know, want to know what's in your subscription in the spring? You know, obviously I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I'm like, generally these are the flowers that's available. And I just put pictures of those flowers. So it's like, hey, here's the perks. Here's what tulip spring summer fall looks like and I make that a free download when they go to download that they give me their email address which then gives me a pool of people who are already warm and interested in the subscription to do kind of like a an email campaign to first email introducing ourselves second email what's important about you know a flower subscription or a CSA third email talking about a benefit you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I think for me, especially with subscriptions, people want to know what they're going to get. And they don't know when you say like, okay, what uh, agrostema, they, they don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them don't even know what ranunculus and stuff is. So if you, especially if you have a premium subscription, I feel like my audience is very visual. So that subscription guide has helped. And it gave me this like little pool of people who are just, you know, just kind of dipping their toe in the water, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I our um 
I'm thinking like just her basic, the, the basic question about lead generation. Yeah. We definitely use a freebie on our website, same thing. And it that lead magnet will change based off of what we're trying to push at the time. So right mm-hmm. now it's our Dowie ebook. We'll shift that to maybe our workshop schedule later on or how to keep flowers fresh, even design tips. Like I've got one that's on like designing a bouquet once you get it home. And so that for us with leads uh, is somebody that visits our UPIC. So my girls know like that's, if you're an employee here, you know, I want those customers if they are visiting our farm on our email list. So we'll say, Hey, have you, you know, those are flowers are beautiful. Like when you get them home, if you want to like a basic arrangement, uh, how to, we've got a download. So they like, will put in their email address and their first name and email, and then they get this sent to their, um, to their, you know, to their email inbox automatically. And then they get a welcome email from me that tells a little bit about the farm and what we have to offer. And so then I kind of know, same what you're saying. I know those people were my UPIC people or they came to a workshop uh, or they visit our farmer's market. And so I, I have a, a way to funnel those people and and direct my marketing to them too. So yeah, getting creative. Another thought is working with, so let's say you're wanting to sell at a coffee shop or wanting to you know, work with a bakery or something, you could create a landing page. So that would be through, I use MailChimp. Who do Mm -hmm. you use? Do you use MailChimp? Uh, No, I use Flowdesk. Okay. So any of those can, you can create a landing page from, you can link that landing page to a QR code and you could print like a really pretty picture with this QR code for like the free download and put it as like advertisement. If they're selling your bouquets, I had this thought yesterday, actually, I'm like, I'm going to do it with my uh, Scott's that sells with us down in West Virginia, like just to learn more about our farm or like uh, a free download to our, our UPIC. You know, mm-hmm. we have a QR code at our farmer's market that has UPIC information. So all different ways to try to to reach people. Images are huge. Yeah. But just thinking about your social media as like the platform to drive them back to your website. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of marketing people tell you like, hey, your website is the only thing you own. Like your mm-hmm. ultimate goal should be to drive them back to your website, like whatever that looks like. So for me, it's always going to be your, if I give you anything free, like I need your email address no yeah. matter what. And you're going to see different, different freebies are going to, re- are going to resonate with different people. And so each of my freebies, like, um, you know, just, I hope this isn't getting too far ahead, but generally like con- I have content pillars. So one might be like, okay, so agritourism or you pick is going to be a focus. If I have a freebie that is specifically related, like kind of in that area, in that content area, I'll kind of mark those people. I'll know what freebie they came in on. So when I go to send like a you pick email, I'm making sure I'm including those people because they have specifically already, you know, said mm-hmm. to me, I'm interested in this topic. Yeah. So I think all the email service providers will allow you to tag different yep. people and different freebies, different customers. Um, and I think that tagging component is really important. Yeah, I agree. Keep them focused. Keep yes. Them focused. All right. So the eldest botanical asks, how do I even get started? And this is with regards to like email marketing mm-hmm. and it's a man that's let me let me think about how to answer this so (laughs) it's when I started I literally had my nine CSA emails and I had like all of my mom's friends and just people (laughs) and then I started in a basic form going to those garden talks and I had an email list do you want to be on our email list do you want to hear about what we're doing and it really takes sort of 
all of those things, right? It just takes time to build that list, but all of the ways that we've already previously kind of talked about, it's like making your email list. If you want to build it, making that your priority Yes, and any way that you can to capture that email. And this is a sidebar, but I would encourage you to use Flowdesk, MailChimp, Constant Contact, ConvertKit, one of those, mm-hmm. because there's a protection layer that those companies offer you as far as uh, ownership of somebody's email, like the privacy things. You have to have a way, if you're collecting email addresses, that they have the option to unsubscribe. Like you have to do, you have to have that in there. And then, so not just going through like a basic email, right. And sending it out, I would encourage you to use one of these other functions. Yeah. I don't, I mean, getting started, it's really just making it a priority, uh, using your social platforms and all those ways, driving them back to your website to capture those emails. And maybe it's just committing to starting to a newsletter once a month. Mm -hmm. You're going to say like, I can write an email once a month you know, Mm -hmm. so that that I'm on their mind. You don't even have to overwhelm yourself with an every weekly email. Like that's a, that's a commitment that you're maybe not ready for yet Mm -hmm. um, or don't feel comfortable with. So just, I'd say getting started, start asking, you know, start collecting if they're, they're at workshops. Mm -hmm. If you have a professional website, they will link to like, I have Squarespace and it will link to MailChimp. So Mm -hmm. I collect the email addresses when they purchase from me. And so getting clear on those and then just make a commitment to yourself on starting somewhere. Don't, don't say you have to do every week and you have to do all these fancy flow things, you know, keep it simple and then build off of that. Cause that's exactly what we did. We didn't jump from, I just had an email. Like Mm -hmm. I go back and read, have you ever gone back and read your old email? (laughs) I'm terrified. Oh my, (laughs) how how these people that have been with me for seven years still are here. Sometimes I'm like, Wow. That was rough. That was was a rough email. I was like, buy this. You know, you're just like screaming at them about it. (laughs) So it's, that's okay. You're going to start somewhere. You're going to look back in a few years from now and cringe at what you're sending out, but at least you're sending it and you're working that muscle of that habit to get it going. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I think like, uh, you know, and we, we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but step, step one, you should have a website, right? I mean, no matter what, you need to exist on the on the web. So it gives you like a little bit of credibility. So even at like the most basic website, you can set up a news a, a place to collect emails. That's a very simple thing that you can do. So you need to have a collection spot. So it's generally like a, it could be a pop up when people are new to your site. Um, it'll pop up and say, "Oh, hey, you know, do you want to you want to be a part of our newsletter? You know, you get info, updates, farm updates, whatever." So I would definitely get that up and running. Plus, some type of freebie where you can collect some more targeted emails and just make it a priority. That that is the thing. You're going to have to send people there. You're going to have to ask people to join i mean i mean at markets forever we had like a clipboard yep. with and people hand wrote their email addresses and i just manually added them yep. so yep. you can even do way better than us now with the easy qr code hey sign up here boop they'll we have an and ipad yep. yeah our, oh, our ipad is nice. our register and we flip it around we have a landing page on there oh. the qr code absolutely that's yes. so easy to print you can print it off at a home a home printer, you yes. know, and they can have that. Yeah. There's lots of, uh, lots of free ways. I think flow code is a, is that what we use? Flow code. Yeah. That's what I use yep. for my QR codes. Yeah. Yep. 
and that's free. Yeah. Easy. It doesn't get any easier. And people are, people like a while, there were a couple years ago where people didn't know how, what to do (laughs) with QR codes, you know, but now people are like getting their menus at restaurants on them. So it's really no big deal. And that's Mm -hmm. something really easy you can do. Yeah. All right. So like I, I had mentioned before, we got a lot of different questions. So these were like some of the other themes. Someone asked, Hey, how long should my emails be? What do I include in them? So just speaking from our point of view, my emails, I mean, they're not terribly long, but they have like some kind of, I I try to make a point to connect with them on something. So it's not just like, hey, buy this or come to the UPIC, hey, buy the CSA. That's in there, but it's not, it's kind of wrapped in some kind of storytelling piece. And that's an opportunity for you to get kind of personal with your email list. Um, So I would encourage it, you know, not to be like so long, someone's going to look at it and be like, oh my gosh, there's no way I have time to do this. But it should feel like, it should feel like a story in some Mm -hmm. ways. So I encourage you don't make it too brief. Too brief would be like, hey, buy this, come see at the UPIC, whatever, you know, a couple sentences. Too long would be like a life story. So I'm just trying to keep it somewhere between that. Yeah. Andy had a good point. Yeah, no, I think that's I spot on because I it's, Andy had talked about bullet points or like mm-hmm. reading for the like for the skimmer. And some people love to read long emails and mm-hmm. I'm not that no, person. You know, either. I want I'm like I need the information. I want the information, but can you give it to me in like five bullet points so I can <laughs> Yes. Check them off. So I I think, yeah, there's I you can be too wordy with stuff. 100%. I think I've mentioned it on here, but I've used Grammarly, the mm-hmm. the Grammarly app, and I pay for the premium. And that one is really good because you can I can like take my emails and it fixes the punctuation and the like it'll even rephrase a sentence that I'm like, oh yeah, that just took out like eight words that I didn't need mm-hmm. in that sentence. Uh so yeah, don't I mean, don't ever think it. I don't think yeah. uh but you know, here's the other here's the other thing of this is if you write really long like essays and you write super long stuff, maybe that's your like that's your style yes. on Facebook and on social. Maybe your email lists are the same way, and you're attracting a customer that likes that. Yeah, I don't know. That's just a thought. Yes. Yeah. So don't get hung up on like all the shoulds. But I think we do uh, we do probably write similar stuff. A little bit of a storytelling and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to feel like you, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. someone said, how do I not be annoying? I mean, annoying. annoying. (laughs) I mean, if that's one of your endearing qualities, then be it girl. Dad jokes, man. That's all I got. That's all I got. I tell them. Yeah. I, I, I think that's more in reference to like, not annoying people with constant sales info, you know, but um, (laughs) um, again, adding that storytelling component. I mean, there are times when I break my once a week and I am just trying to sell. Hey Mm -hmm. guys, last call for Dalyatubers. And it is just a very short and sweet like reminder type email. And there's a place for that. Um, We've all gotten emails from people and you're like, holy Heck, they are literally sending an email once a day about buy this, buy that. And and you're just like, how, how fast can you unsubscribe? So Mm -hmm. I feel like, I think once a week is a really amazing goal with other pushes when you need to. So, and then standing out would just be being you. They signed up to hear from you. So just trying to, trying to step into that, which takes time. 
yeah. confidence. Soak up things. that, soak that up, rewind yes. that part because they yeah. really are. If you just listen to that and you're like, yeah, but listen to that again, because yes. they are, it's true. They are buying to connect with you because you know, we're not for everybody. Each individual person is not for everybody. There's, mm -hmm. there's other flower farms in this area that people buy from because maybe they don't resonate with me and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that I'm still not going to put myself out there in the way that I do. Sure. Uh, but you do stand out and you're absolutely right, Shannon. People are buying from you for a reason. So it's, yeah. Hang on to that. I, I think like marketing, and I've been thinking a lot about it, especially in my Cleveland <laughs> trip yesterday, but what you, yes, we're selling flowers, but we are selling ourselves. The product is us. Mm -hmm. They can, they can buy flowers at the grocery store way easier and cheaper. So the product is you. So I want you to like, just like really think about like, who, who am I in, in this space? And the, you know what, the, the easier it's going to be so easy if you're just yourself, you're not emulating anybody else. You're thinking about the things that make you unique. People come to you because they like flowers and they like you. So mm -hmm. I think really focusing in on that, on that piece is just, is the yeah. best kind of marketing advice that I can really give. So yeah, absolutely. Get out of yeah. your, get out of your head. Oh, I mean, I don't know if we said on here, but it's like when you, what you're thinking about when you write is what shows up, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling like super insecure or in this like comparative, like ugh, space, yes. like come back to it, you know, come yeah. back to it in a different way because yeah. um, it really will project that, you know, mm -hmm. even if it's in like a desperate tone or, yes. um, you know, even like a, you know, a meek tone, if people can sniff it out. What'd Kaylin say? People can smell BS. They can sniff <laughs> yeah. out the BS. Yeah. <laughs> she said a lot of things, but yeah, that was one. Did. That was one of the things. <laughs> so funny. Oh, so funny. Gosh. I know. I think we yeah. shocked her with our like little Midwest, uh, our Midwest <laughs> drinking styles. <laughs> yes, anyway. we did. We did. I imagine she's a hard person to shock. I imagine she's oh. a hard person to shock. So. Oh, I believe so. Yeah, she's she's a hearing man. Yeah, she's, she's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it has it's been a really good month on marketing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's we, so I, much to talk about. Literally, we we Lindsay and I were saying so we could we could do this for months. Yeah, so many things that we could deep dive in. We had like a really good month deep diving with the insiders too. We had did did some extras over there, which has been a lot of fun. If you guys were thinking about joining us in April. Oh my God, it's literally going to be April. I know. Uh, I uh, panic. Yeah. I yep. mean, there's that. There's that. There's a little panic coming. I mean, <laughs> we're feeling the pressure, like the pressure cooker. Yes. Yesterday, my girls were like, you okay? I'm like, I think so. I'm like, if they're asking me, okay, I'm like, how am I showing up? I'm like, yeah. I need to go for a run, run some, <laughs> run some hills or something to get the demons out of my body. If you guys were thinking about joining us for the insiders in April, um, we're going to be focusing on the podcast episodes, episodes two on selling your flowers. So you've got a lot of your nuts and bolts marketing questions answered this month, I hope. And then next month we're going to be talking about like, how do we sell, how? How do you sell your flowers? Which, which is honestly an incredibly important part because you can grow them all you want, but if you can't sell them, then we're not a business. So that, I think that that's going to be a really good month too. So these mm -hmm. these kind of like pair really well together, which is nice. Yes, they do. 
Yes, they do. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for doing this with us. Uh, we are, I, we got to have like some sort of celebration with our, Should our we? year, with our like no. year episode. We're gonna I have to can't believe think it's about been that long. I know. Zoomed by. <laughs> if you guys are loving the podcast and you missed out on joining the insiders uh, this month, we open. So each month the doors open the first through the fifth. So they will reopen uh, for April, April 1st through the fifth. We are having a real good time over there. Yeah. The Facebook page is so fun. Just popping in, doing some extras. So just kind of, uh, we'll put a link to the membership page on our uh, show notes that you can check it out. But, you know, we're doing a live Q&A Zoom. I popped in last night and did an extra, just a Facebook live on some extra questions people had with marketing. You know, we're doing monthly downloads. So if you are really loving the podcast and you want just a little bit more, uh, that's what we're, we're doing over there. So head over and check it out. And we really are so grateful. Like I, we, I know we say that we're so grateful every time, but we really are. Like we've made so many like friendships with people mm-hmm. and you guys have just played along with this whole piece for us. I know I've jokingly said we're the number one flower farming podcast, but <laughs> now it's like, I think it's kind of catching on. Okay? <laughs> and I did see. That's adorable. I am joking. I'm assuming most of y'all know that like that's my sense of humor, but um, I did research on like, how are we going to know? And there's apparently there are legit polls. Oh, okay. Well, who needs those? We'll get there. Okay. (laughs) But I think we're rallying together. Yes. I love that like people are attracting like people, lots Mm -hmm. of marigolds joining us. Um, Dirtbag marigolds. There is not a better combination out there. So (laughs) But if you really are loving this, share this with your flower farming friends. It is it does mean so much to us and your non-flower farming friends. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really talked about flowers in months. Yeah. So any any of them. <laughs> but uh just thank you guys for joining us. Um, I hope you have a fantastic week and you know we'll see you here at the same time, same place next week. Thanks.